Hi, I'm Zohara with The Soloist. Conversations on soul, music, education, life, and many things in between. The places we meet in soul. Hello and welcome back. And if you're new to this podcast, we welcome you. Today I'm thinking about aging, about age, about um, also getting old, but that's not a beginning thought, the getting old thing. Or maybe we tend to think of age only as we get old. I don't think children are very much um, bothered by thoughts of age. And if they do, it's from the other side. It's not just the evaluation. It's, am I big enough? We know how children count the months and the weeks. So a child will say, I'm nine years and a half. Or, I'm nine years and seven months. Or, I'm almost ten so when we are children, growing up or growing older is something that we look forward. And isn't this interesting? Why is it that when we are children, we want to grow older? Almost like we appreciate ourselves more as we age. Now, I know we don't call it aging there, but I will call it age now, because who said that aging is only old age? Aging is the process of living through the time. Going from the age of nine to the age of ten, why shouldn't it be aging? I just add, added another year to my age. We've got now a, a different association to the word, because we call aging to the process of getting older. Uh, but I protest, I disagree, or I disapprove. So I will use the word aging, not just for old people, not just for old, but just the process of adding years to our age. I call it aging. Um, so when a child, when we are children, we are looking forward towards aging. Interesting. If we want to think why, because if we are at a place now of being adults, it's hard to go into the head of the child, but we can try. Uh, I believe we do it for a few reasons. Uh, the very apparent one that uh, pop out now are, one is that children feel that grown-ups are more respected. They feel that grown-ups have more rights. They feel that grown-ups can do things, many more things, that children are not allowed to do. How many times children hear, when you grow up, you'll be able to do this one. When you are 12, you can do this. And all of this, of course, coming with a reason, because we don't want children to do things that uh, can risk them, put them in danger. We just have to check that we are not overprotecting them uh, and to see if we have enough clarity and um, 
trust. To let children do things independently as we evaluate our observation on what they can do. And the observation might many times not be based on the past because what I could not do yesterday, I might be able to do today while I'm a child in general. So that's another thing why children feel that being older, growing up, is a better idea than staying young. Another thing is that children uh, many times are being scolded for the age, like if a child will um, cry or demand something or throw a tantrum, how many times you heard a parent saying, stop being silly like a child or stop behaving like a child. And the child is just a child, but stop being a child. So there's a very strange message that children get. Stop being a child, childish is not good, Um, behaving like a child is not taking responsibility, all these sorts of things which are so far from the truth. So children want to actually be respected, they want to be seen for who they are, not just how old they are, and really they want to be um, level, in the same level of understanding and the ability to take part in life as other people around them. So this is one of the main things which I think children are wanting to be older. So I'm nine and a half, nine in seven months, nine in in ten months, almost ten. While when we are grown-ups, or as we get older, the opposite happens. We say our age, we fight to say our age until the very last minute of it. So people say, I will 73, even if tomorrow they are 74. And I know it's also a matter of culture, but uh, we are trying, most of us, I'm saying generally, trying to stay young as, as much and as long as we can. Botox, facelifting, fashion that um, encourages and respects the youth, Um, workplaces that respect the youth, and um, no wonder that so many people dread aging, so many people dread aging. Which is sad. It's really sad, because if, as children, we want to be, we want to grow up, and as grown-up or old people, we want to be younger, when are we having the chance to enjoy our age? (laughs) So I support and would love to see more and more of children who enjoy being children. Children who grow up, who enjoy the process of grow up. Grown-ups that enjoy being grown-ups, even though sometimes they feel that they need a little rest because um, the 
jobs in, on hand, in hand uh, is overwhelming at times. And old people, and you see old people who enjoy being at the age because, let's look at it, who says that we have to define what each age means? For instance, if, as I said before, if we allow ourselves and we dare to say, to give young children at appropriate times more responsibilities, more tasks, more independent, then we might be surprised and they might feel that they are able more than they thought before. So knowing that I can do something that I could not, could not do yesterday for a child is the most empowering thing. And just to observe the child, to witness it, and to remember to give a word of appreciation. And sometimes the appreciation, not for the result, but for the effort. We say it a lot to children who have music lessons uh, in the Suzuki way of education and also in other ways. So when a child does something, the mere fact that a child is trying, putting concentration, dedicating time, sometimes um, giving up other things that his peers do in order to complete the task, this fact by itself deserves an acknowledgement, deserves appreciation. And it needs to come in words. At times I hear parents saying, but my child knows that I appreciate him or her. Yes, I know they know, but still they need to be reminded. They need to be reminded when they do something. Not to say that they need, we, they, we need to bombard them from morning to night, but you are amazing, you are exceptional, you are fantastic. No, that's not what I mean. Just to refer to the act, to the effort, to acknowledge the effort. It's such a good feeling when the effort is being acknowledged. Let's put a pause on this topic about children. Whatever age you are, if you're a parent, if you're not a parent, if you're a grandparent, if you're not a grandparent, if you're a worker, if you're a friend, if you just leave, you're just alive. Won't you feel good to do something and be acknowledged? To know that someone watches you for what you're doing right now, or maybe I'll take it further, for who you are right now, won't you feel pleased? And won't it give you the motivation, this, this sweet feeling of wanting to do it again, wanting to do it one more time, in another time? So acknowledgement is important. So back to the topic. So if we acknowledge the efforts that people do, and we don't try to put in a frame what each age is allowed to do. 
There are children who do things which tend to be associated with more grown-up children, but they do them pretty well. So we, we never know what children are capable. So how about trusting, learning, and appreciating what people do in different ages? Let me fast forward throughout the years to an old age. I think it's very true about old people that most of them, most of us, because I'm one of them, uh, get to this age with a big package of what it is, what does it mean to be old. And I will not give you the list here, but the, because the list varies. There will be the main things, like the general things that most of us will carry, but there will be also very um, private particular, specific things than each of us old people will have. Some people associate old age with um, sickness, some, some with uh, inability, some with disability, some, with, uh, some detest it because they, the way that they've been raised to see the outer, like the, the appearance of old people was actually quite, um, with not unappreciated. Uh, to be old in many cultures is not regarded a positive thing. It's derogatory, again, like, don't behave like a child, it's like don't behave like an old person. Some people associate old age with grumpiness, with feeling invisible, um, with not having meaning, being jobless, retiring against your will, and so on. Now, of course, all of this, all of those uh, things that I mentioned are coming because they are in the data of growing old. But I suppose, especially now, at our days and age, we can challenge each and one of them. The big advantage we older people have in comparison to children is that we have the independence, we have the freedom. We have the freedom to reinvent our lives. Children, as much as they want and as much as they're able, I have to stress, they're still in the mercy, I can't find another word, of the adults in their life. So they won't be able to do many things they will wait for permission. They will need to be approved. There's something very special that happens when you get old. The, I know you, there are things that you could do also when you were younger, but when you were younger, there was another frame that you found yourself in. And this frame was um, your responsibilities as a parent, as a career person, as a um, caretaker, you name it. So the freedom was you could sort of more choose what you want to do, but you were not as free as when you finish with all these jobs. 
And this freedom so many times is being ignored or being overlooked because of the baggage that people are coming to towards when they get to old age, to the extent of people dreading the words old age. So how about you pause in a minute, not yet, but before you pause the, the, the podcast, take a pencil and a paper or your notebook or a pen or whatever, and I've got a question for you. And after I ask the question, I want you to pause this recording, sit quietly with yourself, open your, uh, out, uh, close your eyes if you want, and contemplate on the answer. And when you have the answer, write it down. In length, in shortening, whatever you choose. So here's a question. When I say old age, or when I say old, for some people, when I say elder, find the word which is least pleasant to you to hear out of these words that I mentioned. So when I say old, or old age, What is the first thing that comes in your mind? And if it's more than one, just write all of them. And if nothing comes, say to yourself again, old age, or this old person, this old woman, I'm an old woman, and so on. Please pause, pause the recording now. When I get older, losing my hair, many years from now, will you still be sending me a valentine? Birthday greetings, bottle of wine. How was it? How difficult. Or how easy, or anything in between, was it for you? Did you have to force the words out through your pen or pencil? Or did you feel relief writing on a paper that, or in a notebook that nobody is going to read? What does it bring you? What association come to you when you feel or look at old, other old people, or at yourself in the mirror. All of these, all of these, are a very important point when we want to develop awareness about aging. And why is awareness about aging so important, especially in getting an old age? Because we want to make our life meaningful until the last minute of it. We want, life with meaning is a different life. Or life in meaning, with meaning, a life that are really worthwhile living. And 
This, by the way, is a part of the courses, the sole purpose so course, uh, courses, which I'm giving. So I am always so moved to see what people are coming up with. And I'm just sharing with you one aspect of it right now. Being aware of what it is or what it means to us to age, even before we are aging, is really important because I guarantee you that most of it, most of the things that you come up have been implanted in you from almost the first day of your life. They were not said about you, but they were said about other people in the family, in the neighborhood, in the social group of your parents, or people around you. You could read it in the newspaper, you could hear people in the street talking about it. So this was really like a tape over and over and over played in your head. Now, just bear in mind, I'm totally aware that uh, there are cultures that celebrate aging, celebrate old age, respect old age, to the, to the uh, point that some people really can't wait to become old. So if you don't have any baggage, if you don't have anything which hurts you, if you don't say to yourself um, nasty things about other people, other old people, or about yourself when you get old, uh, then you can just uh, not pause even the program. You can just switch it off. You don't need to listen to the uh, to the end uh, to the end, unless you are curious. I'm talking about the society which I'm coming from. I'm coming from a society which does not respect elders. Society that does not pick elders. The society that runs away from the process of elderhood. And one of the reasons is that this society is lacking the ability to see the gift in elderhood. Really? You might ask. You really mean it? The gift of elderhood? What are you talking about? There's so many times that I meet women at my age, younger, older, that tell me I'm looking at the mirror, I can't believe who I'm seeing, and I don't like it. So why is this? Why do, especially women, because we are the ones that are being um, raised to be beautiful always, um, why is it that they see the changing body, the wrinkles, the skin which is not um, as elastic as it used to be, the weight that they did not invite? Why is it that once they look different, they want to change themselves? Or they don't like them themselves. Why? Are they lacking the ability to get accustomed to changes? Maybe. Do they carry memories, even unconscious memories, and associations about what is old age in the eyes of society? Most likely so. And this is why it's so difficult for us, for them, to associate themselves with these people. They will fight it to death. 
I see some people that fight age, the process of aging, all the way up to death. What a waste. What a pity. Why not? Stopping running away from this, from what we call the monster, the monster of aging. Because the monster will catch up. I mean, aging is really a privilege. There's so many friends of mine, they died throughout the years. And they didn't have the chance to get to my age. And I'm turning 74 in 12 days. They died before. They were either sick or had an accident or died in wars or committed suicide. Many of them, or some of them, I think many of them, are not alive anymore. And I know we all have our destiny, our maktub, what is written in the stars. And I really believe with all my heart that to age is a privilege. Before I generalize, because I can't generalize, it will be completely ignorant of me, I know that some people are suffering. Some people are sick or suffer mental issues or suffer very bad circumstances or live in war zones. There's big famine around the world. People who find really hard to have end meat, ends meet. And I know life can become impossible. So I'm not saying um, living many years is, all, is always privilege, a privilege and always for every, uh, every person. So I'm not talking about everyone. I'm just talking about what I know from my life and what I see from people who are around me. And I also know that some people go through very difficult times and it changes. Difficult times become better times. Like better times become difficult times. So nothing is ever the same. Things are changing. And I suppose what I'm sharing today here with you is my experience. Is the way I see my life or I see life or I see aging, and it will, this will be based on my personal journey. So if you're not, if it's something that you cannot contemplate, you cannot take into account, please forgive me. Forgive me for saying it. I totally respect, and I'm looking forward to hear your story. Yeah, how about you write your story and send it to us? There's nothing which interests me, interests me more about people than their stories. I really want to hear stories of people. I'm interested. Very interested. Especially when stories are being told from a place of the heart, from the depth of the soul. They touch my heart. They don't have to be stories of success, stories of doing good things. Just the stories of our lives. So, I was talking about 
getting or working towards developing awareness towards aging, awareness toward become, towards becoming old, in order to embrace this old age. And why is it important that we embrace the old age? It's not just about us. Or maybe it's very little about us. It's about giving to the people around us. And you might say to the world, because the world is made of people around us, we want to give them our gifts. We want to give them our position, the position of the elders. So when in our society people get old and become invisible or feel less important, it's crucially important that they remember what is the role of old people. Because old people, elders, have a role in society. And I'll say more, the role of society that elders have, no one can take. Only elders. Younger people or people who are not elders anymore cannot fill in this role. This role, the job description, says, first of all, old age. And I know there are younger people who are already showing us their eldership because they have these um, traits of taking part in servicing society and the understanding and the ability to listen. All of this, all of that are there. Uh, but I'm talking now about the general, general public of old people. So this is why I feel we cannot stay asleep anymore. All of you, my friends around the world, the one that I know, the one that I met, the ones that I met on Zoom or not just in person, and the ones that I, have, I haven't met yet, or maybe I will never meet, meet you. Please wake up. Instead of fighting old age, instead of trying to look or feel young, just wake up and maybe first step, embrace the fact, the truth that you are needed as an elder. Don't think yet, where am I needed? What can I do? What is, what is the gift I can give? Don't worry. Don't worry. One step at a time. Just spend some time waking up and looking what is the connotation which is going through my body, through my mind, through my heart, through my thoughts when I hear the word old. And just work with this. How? Just write it down. You don't have to solve anything. You don't have to fix anything. Just write it down. We'll definitely touch it in the near future. Because I truly feel that especially now, in this world that is going through such a difficult time, the world needs elders. We are needed. We are not needed to be different than who or what we are. We are needed exactly for what we are.
and for who we are. And none of you need to be like somebody else. You just need to be you. Because the world needs you now. The world needs all of us. And one of the gifts that we have is that we, are not, we don't have the same gifts. And working around all our gifts, working and welcoming all our gifts, and making them work in, together in a circle or in any shape or form, remembering that each elder that lives now is needed on, on two feet, in a wheelchair, in bed, with a cane, without a cane, with good eyesight, with bad eyesight, with good hearing, with bad hearing, with good brain, with bad brain. Just add to this list whatever. We, you, are all needed. So first step of waking up is just check, just develop this awareness. Check what do you feel about being old? That's it. This is your homework. You can write it down. This is always good to write down because when we read what we write, um, we're quite amazed. And write without reading for now. Just stream writing. Let, let, your, and let your hand write. Don't even check uh, for spelling or for nice handwriting. Uh, I always believe and encourage people to write in their handwriting. But some say they can swear that computer writing is as good for them. I mean, I like computer writing, but I feel that what comes under my hand when I write it in handwriting, which is sometimes hard for me to read, but doesn't matter, the handwriting process is more direct in my experience to the soul. It's a better way for me to connect with my soul. So all of you, my peers, all of you older people at all ages, all old ages, please check, write, feel, breathe. What is for me old age? We'll take it from there. Before we say goodbye for today, I want to add uh, one more thing about beauty and aging. And maybe I'm speaking mainly to women, but everyone is included. The concept of um, I'm looking at the mirror and I can't recognize myself because I became an old lady or an old person, which I hear from many people who are aging, is understood because of the quickness aging sometimes feels. I know it takes 70, 80, 90 years to get old, or maybe some people feel old earlier, but it, so it doesn't actually creep on us suddenly, but there is a sense of all of a sudden I'm old, which I'm hearing from many people. 
it's almost like it's not a gradual thing, maybe because uh, we ignore it or we deny it when it's not very clear, but when it's in our face, it's in our face. Um, so this is something which I'm hearing like from many people, almost like they're surprised. How did I become, how did I get to this stage? How did I get old? And they don't say it in awe. They say it in a puzzlement, almost disappointment and frustration at times. So I want to say something about this. I understand the process, but what I feel is we can consider and maybe should strive to uh, implement in our life and society is learning to see the beauty in aging. I know that we admire the beauty of youth and I'm not going to take it away from it. So there's the beauty of babies and then toddlers and children and you and young people and, and, yeah, and, uh, and the youth and so on. And why does it stop when we age? What in our mind is making us stop seeing the beauty when wrinkles and other symptoms, I'll, I'm using deliberately the word symptoms, uh, because they, we, they sound like symptoms of ailment, and many times aging is treated as ailment. So what actually makes us not appreciate the newness of a new look as a, an aging person. Because yeah, it, there is a new look of aging. And for one, for like if I take myself as example, I really see the beauty in old age. And I know some of my friends think I'm crazy by even saying it. But I invite you to open your eyes, to open a bigger side, like an artist. Be an artist of your life. Let's treat our lives as artists, because our lives are a piece of art. And each and one of us is creating their own piece of art, our own piece of art. So I invite people to see the beauty in aging. To look at an old man or an old woman, woman and just pause and see the beauty. Because if you look at old face, for instance, and in your, at the back of your mind you carry the ideal of beauty as a young person, of a young person, there's no comparison. You can't compare. So immediately the old person is losing because you compare you think that beauty the image of beauty is youth how about you start practicing of seeing the image of beauty also at old age because if everything goes right in one's life if everything goes on the good side of destiny and a person is actually um, honored to be to get to an old age welcoming old age with open eyes towards also this aspect of look might help might really help 
So this is just a suggestion for another way or another practice of looking at old age. There is beauty in every age. Be well, be healthy, and look after yourself. Much love to you.